You're listening to episode 63, How to Stop Being a Yes Girl. Hi, I'm Nicole Banks, the author of The Second Act Formula, life coach and expert at helping women grow into the best versions of themselves. This podcast is peppered with a variety of women's topics for personal growth and development. If you're looking for ways to get unstuck, this podcast covers it all. Bringing you fresh new ideas every Monday. Get ready. Great things are about to happen. Good morning, good morning, and of course, welcome back. You're listening to the Nicole Banks Podcast. I am your go-to mindset maven, Nicole Banks, your host. Of course, we're ready to explore a transformative topic with you. So whether you're navigating through traffic, on your way to work, or pumping iron at the gym, simply kicking back with a cup of your favorite beverage, I am thrilled to have you here for, I'm thrilled to have you here for this journey of self-discovery. I love it. Thank you guys so much for being here. It's always with a grateful heart. Today, we're diving into the art of saying no, and trust me, it's going to be a game changer. Buckle up for some valuable insights as we navigate the ins and the outs of reclaiming your time and your energy. Let's get started. So recently, I have been asking you, where have you been spending your time, right? Where have you been spending your energy? We had an episode of laziness. We had an episode of procrastination. We've had an episode of time management, just checking out where you're spending your time. Today's topic, of course, we're going to have this conversation about the power of saying no. So let's kick things off by recognizing that the incredible power that comes with saying no, it's not about selfishness. It's about self-care. Saying no to the draining commitments creates space, and I love this, ready for it, for the things that truly matter. Picture this. Saying no to that extra commitment might mean saying yes to some well-deserved me time or quality moments with your loved ones. How often are we found in saying, yes, I'm happy to do this, and yes, I'm happy to do that, and yes, 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 for everyone else except you? And you're the one that matters the most, in my opinion, right? I love our friends. I love our family. I love all the things. I do. I just truly do. As a matter of fact, I had company over the weekend. Hopefully, you guys had a great weekend too. But I had company over the weekend. And I could have easily have filled the whole day with all kinds of activities to do. They've only been in Arizona once before. So I had one day. I'm like, what can I jam in here? And instead of jamming it full to say yes to everybody's needs, like, yes, like I have a lower back strain right now. So I'm thinking, let's do a mild hike. Let's do a little gold mining town adventure and let's enjoy a great lunch and good conversation. And believe it or not, it was just epic. It was really the perfect thing to do. I said no to the art museums. I said no to exploring both sides of town. I just said, and I Trust me when I say this, I know you guys are probably going down to cold. There's only 24 hours in a day, but I'm also that person that could jam it all in. Let's go. Boom, 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 right? You, you really just see it and not enjoy it. So this Saturday, I decided to enjoy it. I decided to say no to so much and yes to the quality. I, I think that's huge. And it wasn't really about being selfish. It was about being able to get quality moments. Okay. So that's what we're talking about. One of the things that we have to do is recognize what no longer serves us. 
So let's get real here. How many times have you found yourself saying yes to something out of habit? I'm waiting. How many times? Add them up. Borrow some toes. You know, get your hand out of your glove if you need to use your fingers. But you need to ask yourself, how many times have you found yourself saying yes to something out of habit? Even when your gut is doing a full-blown protest. (laughs) That's usually my trigger. Like my gut is saying, do not do this. It's time to tune in and recognize those situations that no longer serve you. I'm going to share a couple of stories that might sound familiar and offer insights into identifying those energy draining situations. So here we go. This first one is Jenny and Jenny is the endless social commitment girl. Okay. So picture this. She is a successful professional and a devoted friend, well known for her enthusiastic yes to every social event. So whether it's brunch, happy hours, or weekend get togethers, Jenny rarely declines an invitation. And over time, she notices that these commitments left her feeling drained and exhausted. And Jenny took a moment to reflect and realize that as much as she enjoys socializing, she needed to set boundaries to preserve her energy for the activities that truly brought her joy. And learning to say no to some social events allows her to actually prioritize her self-care and invest in more meaningful connections. I am so guilty of this. I have been that yes girl. Yes, I'd love to. Yes, I would. I want to go. I want to attend. And I also feel like some part of me was also that FOMO, fear of missing out. If so-and-so is going to be there, and that might be the connection that I would need to better my business or better myself or make more income or do something along those lines, right? We think of that fear of missing out. So sometimes we say yes. The other reasons we say yes is because, of course, we want to support who's putting it on. And sometimes people that are putting it on don't have that support. So it's always nice to be that support girl. That's who I am too. I'm that yes and support girl. More than happy to support you. Absolutely. Sarah is a passionate entrepreneur with a knack for taking on ambitious projects. Now she has found herself knee deep in a project that seemed aligned with her goals. But of course, as it progressed, she realized it was taking a toll on her mental and physical well-being. Sarah also recognized that this project, though promising, no longer aligned with her evolving vision. And one of the things we love about this is that it took courage, but she did decide to gracefully step away, allowing herself the space to focus on ventures that better reflected her aspirations. This pivotal moment led to increased creativity and a stress of fulfillment in her work. Now, raise your hand if you're that girl, right? These are two amazing examples of women that are, first of all, their intent is great in the beginning, but the reality is that it doesn't know it, the projects or the events no longer serve them. They know that it's no longer, they, but yet they continue to say yes until when, until they've had enough. And what's interesting about this is that we actually can take on a physical ailment and don't realize where it's coming from. And the minute that we have said no to the events or the project, then all of a sudden we start to feel better. It's just really interesting how our minds and our bodies will connect. If something isn't right, something's not right. If it doesn't align, it's not right. And me, I'm not a woo-woo girl. But I do believe in our bodies telling us that, hey, you guys, you, I need you to be paying attention to me. I'm going to give you a stomachache if you don't. 
I need you to be paying attention to me or I'm going to give you a migraine if you don't. Those are the things that your body is saying. So sometimes I said back to my body, I said, listen, hang on for another day and then you can be sick. <laughs> let me just finish this and let me do that, right? Now ask yourself, how many times have we said yes to the things on our own schedule? Yes, I can do this. Yes, I can do that. Take a look at your schedule and how many things are on it that you can actually move to another day or how many things have been moved from another day onto one day. Let's be real about time management. Let's be real about what you can and what you can't do. I'm a big believer in delegating if I can afford to. Not all the time. Does that, and that, does that make me lazy? The answer is going to be no. It just means I'm choosing quality with my partner in life or friends or an event or doing something for myself regards to business instead of taking the time to do X, Y, and Z. So priorities, being able to take a look at your calendar, being able to look at your management, right? You've heard me say this about the goals. Sometimes we think of these goals have to be so big and so large, and sometimes it's not. Last month, one of my goals was just to organize my office. Because when I'm in work mode, I like to look around and go, ah, oh, life is good. It's very calming. Everything's orderly. And now I can work. And when I'm in the office and things are chaotic and messy and things like that, then I'm stressed about that. Oh my gosh, I got to put, I got to get that done. I got to put that on the list. I got to get, do, and I'm thinking about that more than the actual project at hand or the task at hand. So guilty. I came back from this epic retreat we had in September. Of course, if you are looking to attend one of my women's retreats. I have a beautiful one coming up in May. Uh, payment plans are available. Check out the website, nicolebanks.com. Don't forget, I spell my name with an H under retreats. But I came home and I dropped everything at my front double doors and it was all piled up there. So literally about six, seven weeks later, I said, enough is enough. I have to slowly break down this pile and make it make sense, the things I'm going to be able to reuse, the things I need to get more of, all of those things, right? I'm just looking at the things that serve you and the things that don't serve you. You have to recognize, you have to recognize your pivotal moments because again, the times that you get that opportunity to take that debrief or rest or calculated time off, it can increase your creativity and absolutely fulfill, give you a sense of fulfillment. So I love that too. So what I want to do is also give you some practical tips on recognizing what no longer serves you. Okay. So there's four of them. So number one is the energy check. Take a moment to evaluate your energy levels after engaging in certain activities. If you consistently feel drained or unfulfilled, it might be a sign that it's time to reevaluate your commitment. Now, I personally did this with when I first got here, we moved here a year ago in September. So we've been here, what, 14 months now. So I think it was October, November, I gave a networking group an opportunity. I, I just went in and checked it out to get a feel for the energy. And I'm not going to lie. I would leave and I'm like, man, I need a nap. I'm exhausted. And it wasn't because there was a lot of energy. There was just no energy that I felt like I was the energy and it just drained me. <laughs> like I'm the one that started the conversations. I'm the one that said, do we introduce ourselves? Oh, I love that idea. She would say, and I'm like, okay, there was like no organization to it. So not that I am a leader, but I guess some part of me is, Hey, I'm a leader. Let's do something 
productive for business. This is about networking for business. I have not heard one business that anybody owns in here. So anyway, long story short, the idea behind that is to check your energy, right? So if, again, if you've gone to an activity and you go, I like that was fun. You feel exhilarated. Now, don't get me wrong. It could be a mountain hike and you're going to be tired afterwards, but if you needed to be grounded and all of a sudden you feel, wow, I feel really grounded. Like I said, we went on a hike this weekend. I feel really grounded because I was out in mother nature and I just love that but you have to do the energy check. So that's number one, okay? These are practical tips on recognizing what no longer serves you. Number one is the energy check. Number two is goal alignment. Assessing whether a particular project or commitment aligns with your current goals and aspirations. So if it's pulling you away from your true path, it might be time to let it go. And we know, I know, I know, I know, I know, we know it's not easy to let go, but it just might be time. And the idea behind this too could simply be, right, with my story about the networking uh, group is I actually skipped two weeks and came back to it to see if it's the same energy, if the same, and it was, and I eventually just let it go. It just truly was pulling away from my true path. My idea, my goal, and my intent at the time is to network with uh, local businesswomen to be inspired and to collaborate and to promote and help support. And it just wasn't there in that particular group. So I removed it. It was time for me to let go. So number two is goal alignment. Number three is intuition check. You ready for this one? Because we're really good at this. Trust your gut feelings. So if you find yourself hesitating or feeling a sense of discomfort when considering a commitment, it's a signal to pay attention and consider saying no. I know, right? Don't eye roll. You can do it. You can do it. And the easiest way to start practicing saying no is start practicing saying no to yourself. No, thank you. I don't need extra Doritos. I have my portion here. No, thank you. I don't need a third beer. I've already had two. No, thank you. I don't need Diet Coke in my life. I'm going to substitute it with water. Start saying no to the things that no longer serve you personally. They become easier to say no verbally to something or someone else that no longer serves you. It's just a magical trick that I learned along the way. You're welcome. <laughs> so number three is intuition check. Number four, I love this one, is reflect and pivot. Okay, so here's what this looks like. You want to regularly reflect on your commitments and be willing to pivot when needed. So life is dynamic and your priorities may shift over time. So embrace the change and adjust accordingly. Simple, right? But you have to realize Again, that's why I'm such a big planner usage girl. I have a Google calendar and I have my paper calendar and I throw everything in it. And the reason for being is because then at the end of the month, I can also look at the events that I did because you know what? We are on this freaking freeway of crazy life and it goes by fast, right? And some of us do more than the speed limit and some of us do under the speed limit, all the things, right? There's different various of speeds, but life goes by pretty quickly if you really think about it. So glance back at your calendar and go, okay, I did go to that networking meeting and I didn't really find that was helpful. So do I give it a break? Do I align it with my goal? Do I look for something different? And you can reflect and pivot. Okay, I'm not going to try that one. I'm no longer going to do that one. I'm going to try something new. 
nothing wrong with that. You're still, your goal is still to get out. Your, the, if the goal is still to get out there and network and meet new business women, then you can actually do that, right? So of course, what we want to do is remember recognizing what no longer serves you is a powerful act of self-awareness and a crucial step towards reclaiming your time and your energy. And I think that's really important. So we're going to stay tuned with more incredible insights and saying no with grace in some upcoming. Okay. So what I want to do now is give you some tips for saying no gracefully. Now saying no can be tricky, especially if you're a people pleaser like me. Fear not though. (laughs) Here are some amazing tips to help you say no with grace and confidence. And just remember my biggest one. Okay. So I feel like number one is learning and practicing saying no to the things that no longer serve you yourself. And like I said, I gave you some examples about chips and coffee or diet Coke or beers or whatever it was. So that's number one. But number two is the art of prioritization. Learn to prioritize what truly matters to you. And when you know your priorities, saying no becomes easier. So if networking is a priority of mine and all of a sudden I get invited to a happy hour, is that a priority of mine? Maybe because I would like to see who's there and maybe they own businesses and maybe, so I look at, I look at the potential of it being a a priority for me, but not all of my happy hour invites are about business. So I want to prioritize the ones that are going to serve me if I'm looking to continue to grow my business. Okay. So number two, the, the, number two is the, okay. So number three is the polite decline. Craft a polite, but firm decline that you can actually express gratitude for the opportunity while firmly declining the commitment. No, thank you. Or I appreciate the invite. Not at this time right? There's several different ways to say no without being rude about it. A no is not always rude, just to let you know. I just want you to know that practicing what you would say or what you can say is going to give you a leg up, especially if you're a little yes people pleaser-ish kind of person. So practice being able to decline, a polite decline is number three. Number four is setting clear boundaries. One of the things about establishing clear boundaries for yourself is you also have to communicate these boundaries with assertiveness and kindness. What's interesting, I feel like our Gen X, we don't really, we weren't really taught about boundaries. We were given rules and if our house rules were broken, then we were given punishment typically. Yes, that was a boundary, but the term boundary really didn't come in. It's just really evolved, right? In the last... 10, 15 years. And so the interesting part about a boundary, you can have all the boundaries in the world, but if the people you have the boundary with or against or for hasn't received communication about that is your boundary, then it's all for naught. So I'm sharing that with you, setting clear boundaries, establishing clear clear boundaries for yourself is really key. All right. So number five is use no as a complete sentence. Mm, I'm going to repeat that because I think it's strong. Use no as a complete sentence. You don't always need an elaborate explanation. Sometimes a simple no is enough and you want to embrace the power. Okay. And then number six, the delayed yes. And I really like this one, especially if you're not good at number five yet. It all takes practice. So I highly encourage you to do. But number six is the delayed yes. So instead of an immediate yes, buy yourself some time. It's okay to say, let me check my schedule and get back to you. 
And what this does is actually gives you space to evaluate your capacity. I love that. So again, number one is practicing saying no to you personally of the things that no longer serve you. Number two is the art of prioritization. Number three is the polite decline, practicing that. Number four is setting clear boundaries. Number five is using no as a complete sentence. And of course, number six is the delayed yes. So the liberation, you have to understand, the liberation of letting go. Imagine the freedom that comes with letting go of commitments that no longer serve you. It's like decluttering your life and making space for what truly brings you joy. If you haven't heard the decluttering episode, I highly recommend you go back, check it out, and then jump forward back to this one. And or if you feel like you need to listen to decluttering episode again, don't hesitate to do that as well. But I'll share some inspiring stories of who embrace the power of no. So of course, the power of how to stop being a yes girl takes practice period, the end. But if you don't start practicing, you're never going to get it. And I always say this, that practice doesn't make perfect. Practice makes progress. So continue to practice, continue to evaluate, continue to let the go of the things that no longer serve you. So how to stop being a yes girl is actually implementing and changing up your yes to a no or a polite decline or the delayed yes. There's some great opportunities in here for you to level up your life by stop being a yes girl, right? So of course, as we wrap up another episode of the Nicole Banks podcast, remember that saying no is a powerful act of self-love. It really is. Take time to evaluate your commitment, set those boundaries. And remember when you set them, you also have to communicate with them (laughs) and watch how your life transforms it's insane. It will. And you're going to go, oh my gosh, Nicole, thank you so much. Listen, I'm not reinventing the wheel here. It's just my delivery. I want you to understand that you're so worth a beautiful and amazing life. You're worth it. I don't care where you are in the world today. You are absolutely worth a beautiful and amazing life. You have the power and you have the control of your mind to change anything in which you want may not be immediate, but it definitely is something that you can do. It's doable. I believe in you. I hope you do too. So of course, if you've enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to hit subscribe and leave a review. Your feedback actually means the world to me. And as always, keep shining bright and I'll catch you in the next episode. Take care, you guys. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you've gained valuable insights and inspiration to help you elevate your life to the next level. Remember, success is within your reach and with the right support and guidance, you can achieve your dreams faster than you ever thought possible. If you're ready to take the next step and level up your life, visit my website at www.nicolebanks.com. Don't forget, I spell my name with an H to learn more about my coaching program. Together, we can unlock your full potential and create the life you truly deserve. Thank you again for listening and I look forward to connecting with you soon.